With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And welcome to one episode 160 of the Michigan Sports Truth Post Game Edition Talk Show. I'm Taylor Phillips along with Matt Pierce and Louis Tenor. How you doing, gentlemen? All right. Doing great. Good, good. Lions beat the Saints 28 to 13 in New Orleans to improve to eight and four and gain two games, gain gain a gain a game of ground on the Minnesota Vikings. They lead them and the Packers by two games. The Packers beat the Texans uh, 21 to 13. Matthew Stafford. For Detroit, 30 of 42 for 341 passing yards and two touchdowns. Zero interceptions. Zach Zenner came into the game and and, uh, got nine carries for 40 yards. He runs hard. Yeah, he does. Running game. The running game has been has been awful as of late. That's one thing that that that, that needs to be cleaned up. Washington was looking good early on. Uh, uh, Dwayne. Yeah. Dwayne Washington. Yep. Yeah, he was looking good until he uh, dinged his knee. But uh, I thought, you know, I mean, wow, that guy's athletic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He came back into the game once, and then was question, and then, and then left, and was questionable to return. Why risk it with Zenner running good though? Yep. <clears throat> Dwayne Washington seven carries of, uh, uh, for just twenty-one yards though. Getting better than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he could. Could have, yeah. Golden Tate, eight receptions for 145 yards, including his 66-yard touchdown reception. That was his longest reception of the game. T.J. Uh, Jones, that was, that was beautiful, actually. Uh, you know the way he cut it back across the field, you know, and left everyone in the, in the dust. So, yeah, he's impressive. They said he leads the league in uh, yards after catch. <clears throat> Yeah. Amazing. T.J. Jones, three receptions for 49 yards, including a 36-yarder. A couple of drops, though, too. Yeah. Got to catch the football. Yep. He was was, uh, signed from the the practice squad, too. Matt Prater, five for five. A couple of drops, though. Yep. Matt, Matt Prater. Five for five, because uh, the Lions uh, had had like three chances to to punch it in. 
So, uh, yeah, they were just not good. You know, I mean, you know, they scored every time they were in the run zone, I guess. But, you know, I mean, when you're kicking 20 and 30-yard field goals, that's just not good. <clears throat> right. So, uh, if, you, if you want to add a three touchdown, add like um, three touchdowns, for example, that instead of field goals, that that would make it a 12-point differential to add to the 28 points the Lions came up with. The Lions would have had 40 points. They would have had 40 points compared to the 13 that the Saints could could come up, could only come up with. The Lions intercepted the ball three times and sacked Drew Brees once. They They made quick work they made uh, heavy work on him, although he was 31 of 44 for 326 passing yards, which is out, which is still outrageous because he's Drew Brees. Well, yeah, yeah. actually, yeah, he didn't get over 300 until I think like the last drive because he was at like 270 or something right there near the end of the game, and you know he just wasn't comfortable in the pocket. Yeah, they only stacked him once, but they had they were on him all day long, knocking him down and stuff and chasing him. Yeah. Mark Ingram, seven carries for 37. Kobe Fleener, five catches for 86. His longest is, is 31. Brandon Cooks, seven for 73, including a 39-yarder. After his tantrum. Uh-huh. Uh. <laughs> Weiner. <clears throat> Josh Bynes uh, led the Lions' defense in tackles with eight, five of them solo. Nevin Lawson with seven, Glover Quinn with five. Two, and uh, interceptions, uh, Glover Quinn, Tavon Wilson, and Miles Killebrew in the end zone to end the game. Yeah, Glover's was nice. He had a great, you know, uh, two of them are really you know, unbelievable. And, uh, you know. Yeah. They look good. Yeah. So not only did the Lions beat the Saints in the in the, in the Mercedes-Benz Super Bowl, Superdome twice in a row, they beat the Saints three times in a row overall, tic-tac-toe. No kidding. Wow. Yeah, they beat them at Ford Field in 2015. They, they held on for a 45-38 shootout last year, and then this year they double them. They pretty much double them up. This time, this time, but by two possessions. Unlike the, the first two, both by both by one possession. Yeah, I mean. It... You know, I was getting worried when they were kicking all those field goals. You know, it's like all they got to do is, you know, throw a couple of touchdowns and they're leading. And uh, But that defense, you know, I mean, you look – I can't remember what the time of possession was, but Detroit crushed them in the time of possession. I got the time of possession for you right here. 36 minutes and 52 seconds. Wow. Yes. Compared to uh, New Orleans is twenty three oh eight. The Lions didn't even turn the ball at all. The Lions didn't turn the ball over at all. No, no, they had a clean game. 
On yeah. the road in a loud stadium, no less. Yeah. Six penalties for 39 yards against the Lions. Ten penalties for 83 yards against the Saints. Yeah. Lions, yeah. The Lions pretty much outmatched the Saints, except even 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 on the score on the main scoreboard. Although they should have picked picked up at least forty points. Yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, what's this? I think believe the sixth the the sixth straight game that Detroit held uh, the opponent under twenty points. And if they can do that, yeah. they can. You know. Yeah, that, that's the key to winning. That's one of the keys to winning the game. But but this win, the Lions did not even need late-game heroics from their offense because they were up two possessions. They held the Saints to uh, – they held the Saints out of the end zone right at the end. And, and um, the Saints um, thought they, thought they uh, should have th- – Throwing the ball in the end zone for an, for an attempted touchdown with uh, seconds left, they, the Saints only decided to short pass it instead, and uh, that that's a mistake because that what that wound down the clock, and and and, and uh, that was a sign that 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 New Orleans. Was pretty much waving the waving their white flag. Yeah, yeah, they, they, you know, I mean, I don't know. Detroit had defense stymied them. I was just looking here. Uh, Drew Brees QBR was thirty point six. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. The Lions' defense was stingy, whereas the Saints in the end, the Saints' offense in the end openly quit. Yeah, and you know, I mean, it sounds like there's it sounds like there's internal problems there, you know, with Cooks coming out this week and stuff, you know, crying about uh, not getting, you know, targets. Uh, so it sounds like there's more going on, you know, than meets the eye. <clears throat> Sorry, <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> that looked pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, I mean that, that that's just a complete mismatch. The Lions uh, were only five of twelve on third down. The Saints six of thirteen. Pat, passing is uh, passing yards pretty large. The Lions outgained the Saints three 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 thirty seven to three nineteen in passing yards. Four hundred twenty. Yeah. <clears throat> 422 to 369 total yards. The the Saints were held to to just 50 rushing yards. The Lions, 85. That's a 35. I want to say, like, you know, I mean, Ingram had like a 35-yard run, too. So, I mean, that tells you how good they played on the rush defense because, I mean, most of those yards were gained in one run. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of 35, this is a 35-yard differential, a margin. <laughs> so th- those are all the stats you need to know about the Lions and Saints game. They are home against the Bears 
the Bears actually uh, clobbered the San Francisco 49ers 26-6 to at Soldier Field earlier today. The Bears improved to 3-8. and eight. So uh, the Bears... If you can call it an improvement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, Sam. Yeah, the Bears. Are, are, the, the Bears are actually uh, preparing to play spoiler for next week. Hmm. Uh, 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 Cutler Cutler started today, right? I didn't. I didn't even look at their stats, but I got the box for that too. Matt Barkley, the starter, eleven for oh, eighteen hundred. Yeah, 11 of, 11 of 18 for 192 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. Jordan Howard, 32 carries for 117 yards. Joshua, Josh Bellamy for uh, four catches for 93 yards. Yeah. Akeem Hicks, 10 tackles, eight solo, two sacks. Yeah, I, I, I think that goes more to how bad San Francisco is. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's Matt Barkley. Yeah, I mean, look at that. Left oh. after 18 for 192. I mean. Yeah, I get Yeah, the, the 49ers are now 1-11 and 0-6 on the road. That was an easy game for the Bears. A very easy game for the Bears. They They just had to take it in some way. Look at the San Francisco passing. They were five for fifteen <laughs> for uh, six yeah, yards. Yeah, I see that. I mean, really? <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. Six yards. Yeah, that well, that Chip Kelly offense is really doing wonders, isn't it? That's uh, that, that's forty-one yeah, That that's thirty-nine yards total. Yeah, but apparently, uh, yeah, but they had a bunch of sacks, so it goes down to six pet, you know, where it's different than, you know, college is rushing yards. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's, they couldn't even do a QBR on it. Because Kaepernick was 3.2, Gabbert's was zero, and so the team got a zero QBR. I didn't, you know. And this guy's supposed to be an offensive whiz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So that's that. I think I think the Lions should really take next week's game against the Bears. There's probably not going to be a trap. The Lions just have to own it. It's at home, correct? Yeah, it's at Ford Field. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. unless they step on their dick, they should. <laughs> you know, I mean, Stafford's been looking good. Uh, running game, you know, I mean, it ain't great, but I, you know, I mean, it seems like Riddick. And the Washington, it seems like between Zenner, you know, they can get a few yards here and there to make keep them honest. But they're leading the league in time of possession, so they're doing something right. Yeah, the Bears are three and nine, but they're three and three at home. So if you do the math, they are zero and six on the road. Perfect. Just like the Forty ers are. <laughs> so. You'd you'd really expect the Lions to uh, to win next week. Yeah, it's the um, uh, I don't know if you watched the uh, the you know the Fox halftime report. 
uh, today on the Lions. And Terry Bradshaw brought up uh, the Grim Reaper scene from a movie where you hold on to the Grim Reaper and say, please believe, please believe, you know. And he's like, maybe we have to start believing in the Lions, you know. <laughs> he goes, yeah. every week you sit here and not pick them and, you know, they went. Yeah, I was I was at work listening to the game on my headphones at work. Okay, but but um, but yeah, that I thought yeah, Terry Bradshaw uh made made a heck of a point. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was like, way to go, you know. I mean, because that's the way we feel. I mean, you know, I think he feels their pain. To be honest with you. Yep. And, you know, and he was great in Cannonball Run. So, there we go. Which yep. one? One or two? Uh, one. And okay. Cooper, Cooper, you know, he's good in that, too. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Got one, yes. <laughs> so, here's the matchup predictor, guys. 71% flat choose the Lions to beat the Bears in Week 14 at Ford Field. The Lions are 5-1 and one at home. The Bears are 0-6 away. Like I said, Brian Brian Hoyer is their leading uh, quarterback. I don't know what the hell happened to Jay Cutler, but I mean, he's injured. Yeah, I can't remember either. That's how unimportant he is. (laughs) Yeah. He's not even listed on the injured reserve. He's apparently out for the season. Uh, you know, they can't stand him, so I don't even think they want him on their team. <clears throat> yeah, they might as well release him. Yeah. for he was a super five-star going into USC back in the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't look any better. <clears throat> so the spread is eight points. There's no over-under yet, but um, the Lions should shellack the Bears. They, the, Lions, uh, the Lions just need to score more touchdowns than field goals. They just they also need to get the rushing game cleaned up. They need to make better rushing plays. And that, 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 that's all. That, those are... Those are just the two things that, that they need to clean up on offense. Yeah, that, uh, you know, I mean, <laughs> literally, I mean, they were, you know, all five of their field goals, they were inside the 20, I believe, weren't they? Weren't they all in the red zone? It was ridiculous. Uh, they yeah. got to, you know, I don't know if you got to tweak some plays, uh, but you got to do something to clean that up because, you know, you just can't keep scoring three points and expect to win games, especially against good teams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's Lions. Uh, moving over to the Pistons loss, 98-92 to to the Orlando Magic. Um, Pistons uh, got off to a, got off to a good start. A, a, a bit of a good start, but um, but the magic uh, seemed to catch up to them uh, in the last few minutes of the of the uh, 
first quarter and, and the and the magic uh seemed seemed to uh get on top and stay on top. Looking at the uh, team statistics, the Ma- the Magic shoot 53.2% from the floor and only 30.4% from three, which is not bad for the Pistons, but their uh, shooting percentage overall is pretty high, and the and the Pistons' defense uh, was lack was lackluster overall. More. Yeah, yeah. From- Absolutely. They like two points three-point range, rarely. It, 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 were category except for, you know, field goal percentage, but... I know, yeah. They <laughs> Yep, Pistons shot 44.2% from the floor, 37% flat from three. Pistons uh, turned the ball over 13 times, Magic 11 times. Pistons out-rebound the Magic. 44-39. Free throw percentage, Pistons shoot 46.2%, 6 of 13. The Magic, 7 of 14 from the stripe, 50%. And let's go to Andre Drummond's uh, free throw shooting. 0 for 4. 10 points, 10 rebounds. Yeah, I don't know. Has he tried granny style? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah. But I don't think he's uh, playing at critical times at this point, is he? I think they've been pulling for Baines. So, well, well, Aaron Baines is awful. <laughs> he, he's way worse. Than, he's about as bad as Andre Drummond's free throw shooting. Andre Drummond is now down to 45% free throws, 45% free throw percentage uh, statistically. Even even everybody can read that from NBA.com. And Jeff Moss on Twitter at Jeff Moss DSR. Jeff Moss DSR. Jeff Moss, according on Twitter at Jeff Moss DSR, bless you, is you. getting closer to his career average of 38.5% from the free throw line. And, uh, and Andre Drummond, the way I saw his his free throw shooting, he wasn't even trying to, he was not even trying to hit a single free throw. Uh, I think that's the problem. He's trying, but he's so bad that it looks like he's not trying. Right. He doesn't have any confidence whatsoever. No. And, you know, as they say, you can't sit there and shoot them all day long in practice. That's not going to help. It's the pressure of the game. Unless you have that, you can't practice. So, I mean, really the only time you're, you know, you're feeling it is at the line, you know, during the game. Uh, You can shoot a 1,000 free throws a day. But until you got twenty thousand people screaming at you, you know it's, it's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. That's you know I, that's why you hope maybe he you know I mean the one kid that that 
the guy who did it tried the granny style there in college. Uh, I don't know if he stuck with it or not, but he, you know, he was making them there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Can't think of who it was though. Sorry. Marcus Morris uh, led with 21 points. Reggie Jackson, who returned, scored 18. Yeah. Wow. Hmm. Tobias Harris with 11, John Lohr with 8, Aaron Baines with 2 points in 13 minutes. Ish Smith with 11, KCP with 9, Gentavious Caldwell Pope. The next uh, $25 million man? Yep. Think you're going to pony it up? I, I don't know if you can. They should. <laughs> it's just amazing the money they're going to get. Uh. Yep. Serge Ibaka led the Magic with 21. Nikola, Nikola Vucevic with 16. Jeff Green with 14. DJ Augustine, the former Piston, with 10, 12. Aaron Gordon with 10. And Biombo and Fournier, each with five as starters. <laughs> the Pistons are trying to sign that Biombo, weren't they? Thank <laughs> God. Uh, Augustine, Augustine still playing solid. He was solid with the Pistons. Yeah. We trade uh, Reggie Jackson, so you know. Let's go. Pistons uh, get outscored by, by the Magic, 45 to uh, 23 off the bench. It, it, it's not on ESPN.com, but it's somewhere. It's somewhere on NBA.com. I I remember it. I remember reading it. 45-23 Magic on the television screen on Fox Sports Detroit's Pistons live post game show. Let, let me take a look at this real quick on NBA.com, the box score. All right. Well, okay, so uh, we got a second. Uh, Stanley Johnson, you know, took him over that uh, – oh, shoot, I can't think of the guy's name that said Miami, Julius uh, something from uh, Duke. You know, we took him uh, two picks earlier. We should have taken him supposedly, but, uh, you know, Stanley Johnson, here it is. Year two, he played two minutes, 0 for 1, one rebound, one steal, negative two. You know, did Stan Van Gundy blow that one? <laughs> Granted, he's only, what, 19 yeah. years uh, Julius, Julius, um, mm-hmm. Okay. Matchup. That that doesn't have bench uh, 
bench points either. Uh, Box Just scores. Box scores and team stats from uh, all websites uh, don't really uh, have, don't even have, um, don't even keep track of bench points, obviously. Well, I mean, uh, pretty good at math. I can add them up real quick. Oh, yeah, 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 quite right. Yep, that's right. Thirty, that's forty-five. Yeah, thirty, forty-five, and then... uh, Twenty-three for the Pistons. Forty-five, twenty-three, I was right. Yeah. Yep, so... Yeah, I just needed to... Do some math. Math still works in the computer world, right? <laughs> yeah, John Lure, John Lure, um, and Ish, John Lure and Ish Smith um, were the only two contributors off the bench. A combined nineteen points. They just need to step it up. They just need to step up a, like a notch or two. But the problem was, if you look, their plus minus was negative nineteen. Negative sixteen. <laughs> so basically, they gave up as many points as they scored while they were on the floor. I mean, you look at all the Pistons bench players; they're all negative figures. Uh, Hilliard was negative seventeen, and he played twelve minutes. <laughs> Only scored two points. Yeah, and he gave uh, apparently his guy uh, scored uh, nineteen on him. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't get a rebound. He didn't get an assist. He didn't get a steal. He didn't get a block. He turned the ball over two times and got a pers- got one personal foul. He he was one for six from the floor, totally. Yeah, he was a disaster, in other words. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you look at that, negative 17. I mean, uh, yeah, he did nothing but give up 17 points while he was on the floor. I mean, that's. Pretty hard to do, I think. Actually, yeah, that, that, is. That, is a, that is a lot of elephant manure. Oh my god! <laughs> Isn't it crazy? Yeah. So the Pistons. Uh, What the hell is their next game? They're a middling team. Um, I'm not sure if they can ever win with Drummond. Marquise Morris, that was a great pickup. Uh, You know, Drummond, they're going to give him the max, or they did give him the max. I can't remember which. Um, You know, he's still only 21, so let's hope he can still mature. You know, he got called out by that girl from Hannah, Montana or something. Yep. Pistons are home against the Chicago Bulls Tuesday at Tuesday at 7.30. Then on Wednesday, they go back to Charlotte. 
and play the Hornets at seven. They blew them out last week. Yeah. Bulls, uh, you know, Dwayne Wade, I don't know about that signing. Tim McCormick and Johnny Kane were talking on the uh, Pistons Live postgame show about uh, the resurgence of Reggie Jackson and how it, how it affects the Pistons team chemistry after they won the last the, the last three games in their four-game uh, road trip and then coming home to lose to the Orlando Magic. And uh, it seems as if... Um, Johnny Kane and Tim McCormick were, were pinning this on Reggie Jackson's return, which which I uh, find that hard to believe. Because they found... Because the, ke- the chemistry's always there, but um, it, it's not... So it's not the chemistry problem, Johnny Kane and Tim McCormick, you buffoons. Well, there's, I, you know, I think there's going to be an adjustment period. You know, I mean, he hasn't played with them on the, you know, live on the court as we talked about, uh, you know, for but three, you know, two months. Uh, that's a long time. So I mean, yeah. So one game in, shit happens. That's he scored, eight, I mean, he he's, scored you know, eighteen like, points. He scored eighteen points. That's not bad. That's, that's you not everything. You know, I mean, well, okay, what kind of assist did he have? That might. Well, I say go to the game. Uh, Jackson had. Four assists, you know, nothing special. Uh, three turnovers, one foul. He's plus four. Um, you know, I mean, I mean, hey, come on, one game. I, I can't, you can't judge it on one game. You know, uh, tell me in five or six games if it's still, you know, say they lose five in a row, and yeah, then then it's a problem. But uh, you know, there's always an adjustment period, and you got to give them at least one game. So. <laughs> Well, well, how about this? The Pistons need to fix their bench. The, the, yeah. They, they need to uh, retool Andre Drummond's free throw shooting. 24, and, uh, 35. Yeah, the bench and, was negative 35. That's not good. What was that? Like? Uh, the plus minus on the bench for the Pistons was uh, negative 35. And all of them were in negative figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's a new stat, you know, for you know for basketball. I mean, that's always been a stat for hockey. But, um, you know, it's a telling stat. Uh, I remember uh, back when Richard Hamilton played back in the days, so he was always crazy high on his plus minus. Um, I just, I you know, I think it's key stat. And uh, when your bench is negative 35, you're not going to win too many games. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I I, I got some faith in Ben Gundy. Uh, let's see what he can do. Hopefully that Stanley Johnson, the rookie or well, second year guy, he only played two minutes, and he's they give him. Two. Yeah, they need to give him a lot more. They need to give Stanley Johnson. Uh, more playing time. That that way he can uh, warm himself up and maybe uh, heat up on the shooting. Well, that's the biggest problem, you know. I mean, 
they drafted him, and then halfway through the season, they traded for Tobias Harris, who's making $15 million a year. And so now, you know, so he's working, you know, he's playing 35 minutes, and so St. Louis Johnson got two. Uh, you know, I mean, you drafted a kid, and then you promptly traded for a guy that plays the same position. So, I don't know. that You know, maybe Van Gundy's screwed there. I don't know, but... uh some of the other guys look good. I mean, I thought Ish Smith looked good, you know, as we were talking about Ish Smith, but, man, he was negative 10. Four fouls, one rebound, 0 for 2 from 3. So, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, Stan's got some work to do. Yeah. The Pistons allowed 98 points total They're, they, when they should have allowed, like, like 89 at maximum. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's been a tight game. Uh, but I'm looking at, uh, oh, here, okay, here, right here, the Magic Bench, yeah, was uh, 25 and 39 points, plus 30. The Magic Bench was plus 39, and our bench was negative 35. That is <laughs> crazy. I didn't think that was, yeah. I don't, yeah, you think they would have won by 50 points at that point. Yeah, they really need to pick up their defense, and uh, they they really, then and they, they need to up their uh, shooting percentage just a little bit. It, it's just, uh, the, the chemistry is there, they, but uh, they they need to, uh, to uh, size down, Size up on the shooting and uh, really go man to man on defense more. They can't just they get us. They got to uh, start penetrating screens, uh, offensive screens, and they they need to stop leaving uh, opposing shooters wide open from threes when there is no screen at all. <laughs> exactly. Um, what, uh, what point was I going to make here? Okay. Caldwell Pope. Okay, Stan Van Gundy's whole system is based around, you know, the pick-and-roll three-point shot and having great three-point shooters. And, yeah, Contavious Caldwell Pope's a great player. He's a great defender. But, like, tonight, he's one for six from three-point range, and that just isn't going to get it done in the Stan Van Gundy system. Need to shoot more accurately. I I think they got to find a different shooting guard. I mean, you just can't. I mean, his whole, you know, if his system, if he doesn't have guys, you know, banging three-pointers, then it's not going to work. You know, if you looked at him in Orlando or Miami, that's what he had. And, uh, you know, until Dwayne, you know, Dwight Howard flaked on him. But, uh, you know, it was all about the pick and roll, you know, and having that three-point shooter. And I see Jody Meeks actually was on, uh, is on uh, the Magic who, you know, was for the Pistons last year. He was 3 for eight, over 3 from the three-point line, but uh, he's still a plus 7. <laughs> so, I don't know. It's sometimes yeah. we, uh, you know. KCP has, to, has, KCP has to really step it up. Shooting, yeah, I mean, he, you know, he's a great defender. Uh, I mean, you know, I mean, he's considered one of the best, you know, defenders yep. in the league, as far as two guards, but 
yeah, offensively, um, he's got a knockdown shot, and he's just not doing that. Four of 12 and one of six. You know, he was plus 13, though. See? <laughs> you know, at least the guys he's playing against aren't, you know, making any shots. <clears throat> hmm And he had nine rebounds. Wow. Yeah, well, one point and one board close to a double-double. Yeah, yeah, you know, just he's just not accurate, I guess, is the problem. You know, I mean, he's good at everything else. He's just got to, you know, I mean, I don't, you know, once again, what do you do? Just shoot a thousand of them a day, I guess. And get better. Yep. Four for 12 from from the floor total, including the one for six from three. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, an, that's another factor that the Pistons um, are facing in in uh, losses like this one. So uh, well, look at the rest of the team. They were uh, 8 of uh, 14, you know. And then you add him in, 1 for 6, and it crushes, you know, kills the, the three-point shooting, you know, as far as the starters go. Because Marcus Morris is 5 of 9. That guy, right. talk about a steal. Uh huh. Yeah, Marcus Morris started off red hot, fourteen points at least in the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. Then all of a sudden he cooled down. He when uh, he could have when uh, he could have been used. He could have uh, kept when he could have kept blazing throughout the entire game. Sure, sure he deserves some rest, but. Um, If you actually look at it, the starters, Morris, Harris, and Drummond all played 35 minutes. That's, you know, I mean, that's, you know, I guess that back in the day, if you looked at Isaiah and Dumars and those guys, they probably played more than that. But, um, but I guess it goes to the point that their bench is terrible. <laughs> yeah, their their bench is awful. The, the Pistons, uh, I can't wait for the Pistons to, uh, you know, decline Aaron Baines's option and and make him a free agent and uh, really retool their bench. Yeah, because uh, that was the whole reason they signed that lure was because uh, Baines is going to be uh, a free agent. Um, let's hope. Uh, yeah, I know Ellison and uh, Udra, the B, the point guard. They uh they've been going to the D League quite a bit and getting some and reps, which is good. Benno Udry and uh, John Lower have been really good. Benno Udry uh, needs to play again. That needs to uh, rejoin the Pistons. Uh, yeah, they're they're driving back and forth. <laughs> like him and Ellison will uh, like drive there and play a game and then come back and you know practice with the Pistons. You know, I think the Pistons should shut up. You know what I think the Pistons should also do? Free Boban Marjanovic. Give him playing time. He Even he can be a better center than Aaron Baines. Well, that's – okay, That actually, that's who I was thinking of. That's the, is that the guy they signed from uh, uh, San Antonio, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be pretty good, but, you know, ENT, uh 
I haven't even has he played this year? Or I'm sure he's you know played a game or two, but I haven't you know I haven't heard anything about him at all. And I haven't seen him going down to the D League either. That's that's the problem. Stan Van Gundy is is in terms of the bench is relying a lot more on Aaron Baines than than Bowman Marjanovic. And and he's even using uh, and Aaron. Oh, actually. Actually, he's still using Drummond the most, but but in terms of the bench, he only depends he only depends on Aaron Baines as his only bench center. When he when he has Boban uh, as a reserve player, but 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 could have used him more because mm-hmm. uh, even Boban can corral the ball. Aaron Baines can't. Boban Marjanovic can can put the ball in from the paint. Aaron Baines can't do that. Yeah, oh, that's supposed to be, you know, I mean, that's supposed to be a strength of, you know, shooting. Um, and Baines, you know, uh, what's him? Just, you know. He's like a de- Aaron Baines is like a deaf caveman. <laughs> An old Mark Eaton, you know, just stand there and get run over. Uh, he has ugly-looking hair, and and um, he he uh, he looks very lost out there every every time he uh, he is out there on that basketball court. Yeah, and they think he's going to be coveted when the season's ended. That's why they signed you know, the to it. He never knows <laughs> what the hell's going on. Yeah, every time he gets a pass, he he doesn't corral it. He just no, he he's got bad hands. Lost it up right away. What? At exactly the time it comes to him, he coughs it up, and the other team corrals the ball and takes it the other way. It, it's just so hilarious, and I'm actually more numb to it, number <laughs> to it. Yeah. That uh, it's just the same old story. It's just crap. Same old crap. Makes you wonder. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I, is he waiting for the trade deadline maybe to pull the trigger on some stuff? Uh, you know, because they had, you know, they got tons of cap room, uh, and they should have a bunch this summer. That's why, you know, because they uh, made Drummond wait, so they'd have uh, an extra. Fifteen million or something for next summer. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I but you know, again, it's trying to get him to come to Detroit. <laughs> uh, uh, and who's out there? Um, you know, you're not going to get, you know, someone major. You got, and then you got most of your positions filled with Jackson. Uh, depends on whether you sign Catavius Pope. Drummond's not going anywhere. Uh, Hopefully Stanley Johnson. Well, Tobias Harris isn't going anywhere, and then hopefully Stanley Jackson or Johnson figures it out. So, you know, I, I guess he thinks he's got his nucleus and wants it to, uh, you know, evolve. And uh, you know, I remember watching the early '80s Pistons do that, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. I guess. Yeah, at least Aaron. At least Aaron Baines can uh, s- 
score uh, more points when Drummond is uh, absent or ejected. Um, well, maybe sometimes, but not. But but in general, he's awful. He's just beyond yeah. awful. Oh yeah, I mean, but you know, it, it, you know, they're not expecting him back next year. So, uh, but you know, I, why not try and get that other dude some playing time, Bavanovich and uh, Marjanovic? Yeah, yeah, you know, time, at least a couple minutes a game, kind of a thing. Yeah, just anybody but Aaron Bain. But Paul Man <laughs> needs some time. Oh man, you have a tough time convincing Sam Van Gundy of that though. He loves him. Yeah. Keeps... I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stan Van Gundy can, can light a fire, but uh, sometimes he's not sometimes he doesn't make smart decisions. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean it's you know, it, it, Coaches all have their different uh, that moments, you know. Uh, some burn hot, can't get it done. Uh, like Chuck Daly knew how to manage the, you know, knew how to manage the personalities and the ego so good. Daddy Rich, uh, and then you had Larry Brown, once again great at managing egos. Even uh, Doug Carlisle there, uh, Rick Carlisle, um, he was doing a great job, uh, you know. But Dumars like to fire a coach every other year, so he brought in Larry Brown. You know. And then he really got bad after that. But you know, up until then at least he was saying, you know, I mean Rick Carlisle was a uh, uh I thought a hell of a fine back in the day. Uh-huh. All right, uh let's let's switch gears to hockey here. The Red Wings uh give up another uh time goal late into the third period to uh, Josh Bailey with 421 left. Yeah. But but they still uh but they still win in overtime 4 to 3 at Barclays Center over the New York Islanders. Mike Green uh two goal two goals, one the first, one the second. Thomas Vanek assisting in the second, Franz Nielsen assisting in the first. <laughs> Henrik Zitterberg from uh, Tomas Tatar and Jonathan Erickson, of all people, <laughs> at at 13.06 into the third period before Bailey's goal. That was uh, two minutes and 33 seconds apart. And then Danny yeah, that period was brutal. Because uh, uh, they gave up two leads, right, in the third period? Uh, I, I, they've given up. They've given up a lot more, a lot more than two. In the no, I'm late. saying that tonight. <laughs> tonight, oh, uh, okay, yeah, that's uh, one. Yeah. That was one. Yep. That was one. Uh, they they gave up two total in the third period, but not but right. one of late. Yeah, yeah, they ended up winning, but I mean, yeah, I was going to say they were up, you know, leading twice in the third period, ended up losing, or I mean. Ended up going to OT and, uh, you know, making that great play. But, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, but, then, but then Danny DeKaiser, as I was going to say, you know, wait your turn, um, with a game-winning goal from Henrik Zetterberg and Tomas Tatar. Henrik Zetterberg, a goal and assist. Tomas Tatar with two assists. Peter Morazic started uh, in, 
in goal in the second of back-to-back games, made 32 saves on 35 shots. Yaroslav Halak, 30 saves of 34 shots. The Red Wings pick up two, two points. They are now in fifth place in the Atlantic Division with 27 points at 12, 11, and 3. They are in between the Boston Bruins at 14, 10, and 1 with 29 points in fourth place in the Atlantic and the Florida Panthers in sixth place at 12, 11, and 2 with 26. The, the bottom two are the Maple Leafs, 10, 9, and 5 with 25, and the Buffalo Sabres at at 9, 10, and 5 with 23. The Red Wings um, head to Winnipeg at 8 o'clock on Fox Sports Detroit Plus play the Jets, the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah, that's um Yeah, the wing the wings need to start beating the Jets. It's crazy. Yeah. Right now the Winnipeg Jets um are in third place in the central division in the Western Conference. At twenty, with twenty-eight points at thirteen, thirteen and two, they are behind the St. Louis Blues with thirty-two point with thirty-two points at fourteen, seven and four, and the Chicago Blackhawks leading the Central with thirty-five points at sixteen, eight and three. But behind the, those Jets are the are the Minnesota Wild with twenty-six at eleven, eight and four. And the National Predators with 26 with at 11 at 11 9 and 4, and the Dallas Stars 10 10 and 6 with 26. That so that's a three-way tie for fourth place in the Central. Pretty compact, yeah. 27 for the top and 23 for the bottom. Yeah, but far behind them are the Colorado Avalanche with 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 just 19 points, nine nine 13 and one. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I said it's some different. Yeah, but the but the rest of the Western Conference is uh, a race as of right now. Yeah, hockey's just so tight. I mean, you look at them all. Uh... All the divisions, you know, I mean, they're all within 13 points pretty much, uh, except for uh, Chicago's up, you know, 16. But uh, 11 points in the Pacific. Uh, Rangers to the Islanders is only 12 points. And uh, Montreal to Buffalo is only 13 points. So uh-huh. uh, we thought the NFL had parity. <laughs> uh-huh. It looks like the NHL does too. Every sport has par has parity. Absolutely. Oh yeah, but I mean, you know how the NFL is 
tried to make it so, yeah, I mean, look at the way it is nowadays. How many dominant teams? Um, but, you know, uh, they're good games. There's been good games today. Yep. So, uh, moving on to college football, uh, the Michigan Wolverines, at, as uh, sort of anticipated, will get the Orange Bowl and play the Florida State Seminoles on December 30th. The Western Michigan Broncos actually reach the Cotton Bowl and and play the Wisconsin Badgers. That should be and interesting. Fi- yeah, and, and finally, the Central Michigan Chippewas will play Tulsa on December 19th in the Miami Beach Bowl. Hmm. That sounds like a fun one to go to. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I'm ready. Yeah. Going to South Beach. Heck, yeah. Getting some tan. All that jazz. Mm-hmm. Have all, ki- have all kinds of fun. <laughs> yeah. Claws and shorts. <laughs> yeah. So, well... Uh, Everything, so uh, we've covered everything, so uh, Lewis, it's your turn. All right, and away we go. I'll start off with the football scores here since it is Sunday, and it goes like this. Uh, earlier today, wait, let me, get on the, let me get on the right, okay, there we go. Just want to get on the right page here. Okay, at 14, at 13.50 to go in the third quarter here, Seattle, is just beating up on Carolina 30-7 to right now. Russell Wilson has 187 passing yards, one interception. Thomas Rawls, 103 rushing yards, 11 carries, and two touchdowns. And Tyler Lockett has 57 receiving yards. Uh, in, a, in a real close one today, the Chiefs just edged the Falcons 29-28. That's a weird score to begin with. Uh, Matt Ryan... 297 passing yards and one touchdown. Devonta Freeman, 56 yards and 18 carries and two touchdowns. And Travis Cleese had 140, 140 receiving yards. Um, in your Lions of the Saints, which is 28-13, Matthew Stafford had 341 passing yards, two touchdowns. Zach Zemmer, Zenner, 40 yards, uh, 9 carries, and Golden Tate, 145 receiving yards, and one touchdown. Patriots over the Yams, uh, Rams, 26-10. to Tom Brady, 269 yards rush passing and one touchdown, and got his 201st win. Oh, uh, well. LeGarrette Blunt, 88 rushing yards on 18 carries and one touchdown, and Julian Edwards had 101 receiving yards. Uh, we're Broncos double up on the Jaguars, 20 to 10. Blake Bortles, 181 passing yards and two interceptions. T.J. Yeldon, 55 yards on 14 carries, and Demetrius Thomas had 61 yards uh, receiving. Packers uh, over the Texans, 21-13. Aaron Rodgers had a beautiful day in his neighborhood. 209 passing yards and two touchdowns. Jonathan Grimes. 43 yards on five, on 
five carries, and Jordy Nelson had one touchdown with 118 receiving yards. And I saw that touchdown. That was pretty good. Uh, Bengals over the Eagles, 32-14. to 14. Andy Dalton, 332 passing yards and two touchdowns. Rex uh, Burkhead, 38 yards on nine carries. Just a butthead, but what do I know? Uh, Brandon LaFell, 96 receiving yards and one touchdown. Ravens had no trouble today with the Dolphins, 38-6. Joe Flacco, 381 passing yards and four touchdowns. Jay Ajayi, 61 rushing yards on 12 carries. And Dennis Tita, 90 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Bears beat up on the forty on the forty nineers twenty six six. I thought it was gonna be a three three tie, to be honest with you, but I was wrong. Matt Barkley, hundred and ninety two passing yards. Jordan Howard, hundred and seventeen rushing yards and three touchdowns, and Joshua Bellamy had ninety nine receiving yards. Raiders over the Bills, thirty eight twenty four. Derek Carr had 280, no, 260 passing yards and two touchdowns. LaShawn McCoy, 130 yards rushing on 17 carries. And Michael Crabgrass, I mean Crabtree, 74 receiving yards and one touchdown. Uh, all right. Um, Steelers over the Giants, 24-14. Ben Roethlisberger, 299, uh, 89 passing yards, two touchdowns. LaVon Bell, uh-oh. Okay, Levon Bell, 118 rushing yards on 29 carries, and Ladarius Green, 110 receiving yards and one touchdown. My page just slipped. Again? Yeah. yeah. Well, I got the Cardinals over the <laughs> Cardinals over the Redskins, 31-23. Carson Palmer, an even 300 passing yards and three touchdowns. David Johnson, 84 yards on 18 carries and one touchdown, and David Johnson, again, 91 receiving yards and one touchdown. Boy, some guys can do it all. And finally, Buccaneers over the Chargers, 28-21. Jameis Winston, 280 passing yards, one touchdown. Melvin Gordon, uh, 84 yards on one touchdown, 47 carries, and Cameron Cameron Wright, 86 yards, one touchdown on six carries. Um, just a second here. I think something uh, came up. Ah, Bucks cowboys game for Week 15 has been fixed to Sunday night, just announced a few minutes ago. That means a national audience for the Bucks. Oh, well. I like them adults. <laughs> As we now go into the flex scheduling portion of the season. All right, let's check the standings. Here we go. In the AFC East, AFC East, the Patriots are ten and two, the Dolphins are seven and five, the Bills are six and six, and the Jets are a woeful three and eight. If they play the cards right, though, they can finish eight and eight, but I don't think so. AFC North. Ravens seven and five, 
Steelers, 7-5. Bengals, 4-7-1. And, and the Browns are still the Browns at 0-12. In the weakest division of them all right here, the AFC South, Texans and Titans are tied at 6-6. Six and six. Colts are right behind them at 5-6. And, and the Jaguars are a pathetic 2-10. and ten. Uh, In the AFC West, Raiders are 10-2, Chiefs are 9-3, Broncos are 8-4, and the Chargers are 5-7. Now the National Conference, Dallas is 11-1-0, and they clinch a playoff berth this week thanks to today's win. Thank you. Um, Giants are 8-4. Redskins are six and five, and the Eagles, which are becoming a lost cause, are now five and seven. <laughs> uh, NFC North: Lions are eight and four, best season in years. Vikings are six and six, Packers are six and six, recovering nicely, and the Bears are three and nine. My brother is not happy. Good. <laughs> yeah, he's a Bears fan. What is he now? Oh, no kidding. Uh, yeah, the Lions are going to crush them next week. That's that's for sure. Yeah. Hmm. Lions and Bears, not any as Tigers. Better. Oh, my. Oh. Oh. Okay. The South. Uh, we have a tie here. Between, yeah. We got a tie here. The Falcons and the Bucks are 7-5. and five. The Saints are 5-7. and seven, And the Panthers are a woeful 4-7. and seven. And Newton is a wuss. Uh, <laughs> NFC, NFC East, the Seahawks are 7-3-1, Cardinals are 5-6-1, Rams are 4-8, and, and the 49ers are a joke at 1-11. and 11. Ugh, how pathetic. All right, shall we move on to the, yeah, I'm going to go with the NBA, yes. All right. Let me get my... Ah, here we go. It takes a while to load up, folks. Uh, it's a light schedule tonight on the NBA, but still no problem there. Uh, we're tied at 42 between the Pacers and the Clippers at 42 each. At two, 147 to go down the second. Ron, Ronnie Stuckley, 10 points, 2 rebounds, 1 assist. Blake Griffin, 9 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Um, Anthony Davis uh, had an x-ray taken after the game in Oklahoma City. According to leaked sources, Davis denied the account, but the Pelicans forward received uh, treatment on a back wrap on his right foot and is, is in, was in the locker room before speaking to the media. Now, if he wants to speak to the media, I don't think he should have to. Uh, Magic over the Pistons. 98-92, Sergey Igaba, 21 points, 7 rebounds and 4 assists. Marcus Morris, 21 points, 5 rebounds and 1 assist. Thunder over the Pelicans, 101-92. Before that uh, injury, Anthony Davis had 37 points, 15 rebounds and 2 assists. And Russell Westbrook also had a double-double, 28 points, 17 rebounds and a triple-double, excuse me. 28 points, 17 rebounds and 12 assists. Boy, this guy is hot. And my Knicks over the Kings, 106-98. DeMarcus Cousins, not your cousin or my cousin, 
had 36 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 assists. And Derrick Rose had 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. And now we'll go to the standings here. And they go like this. The Rat, the uh, Cavaliers are 13-5. And Toronto is 14-6 and tied again percentage points. Celtics are 12-8 and at two back. Bulls are 11-8 at two and a half back. Bucks are 10-8 at three back. Hornets are 11-9 at three back. The Knicks are also 11-9 at three back. I like it, I like it. And the Pistons are 11-11 at four back. Not bad, not bad at all. All right, bring uh, on the outside looking in, the Hawks are 10-11, four and a half back. Pacers are also four and a half back, but at nine and ten. Magic, nine and twelve at five and a half back. The Heat are seven back at seven and thirteen. Washington Wizards are also seven back at six and twelve. Uh the Nets are five and fourteen, eight and a half back, and the Hapless Sixers are four and sixteen at ten back. What a shock. Okay, <laughs> to to the West. Warriors are seventeen and three. Uh, right behind them, the Spurs are sixteen and four. Right behind them, a game and a half back. The Clippers are sixteen and five. Ooh, nice. All right. Uh, Clipper, uh, Rockets are thirteen and seven at four back. Uh, Thunder and the Grizzlies are thirteen and eight, four and a half back. Jazz are twelve and nine at five and a half back, and the Blazers are eleven and ten at six and a half back. On the outside, looking in here, the Lakers are 10-12 and 12 at 8-back. Oh, I just thought they were getting good. Uh, Kings and Nuggets are 7-13 and 13 at 10-back. That's also counting tonight's loss against the Knicks. Thank you. Uh, Pelicans, 7-14 at 10-and-a-half-back. Wolves are 6 and four. Wolves and Suns are 6-14 and 14 at 11-back. And the Mavericks, which are a major disappointment this year, are 4-15 and 15 at 12-and-a-half-back. Wow, that's sad. All right, hockey time. Okay, um, ah, here we go. And here we go here. Uh, down, uh, the Ducks and the Flames are tied at one apiece in the second period, 16.47 to go. Uh, Wild and the Oilers are tied at one with 1.36 to go in the first period. Should be ending that very shortly. The Canadians over the Kings by four in a shootout. Uh, I can't say that guy's name, so I'll just leave that one alone. Uh, Hurricanes over the Lightning in a over in overtime, one to nothing. It took overtime to score that one and only goal. D. Gillespie was the winner in overtime. Red Wings in a, in overtime over the Islanders, four three. The Kaiser was the game winner. Uh, Criers, I mean, Flyers over the Predators, 4-2. Simmons laid the Flyers uh, with the scores. I hate that guy. He is a dirty player. And the Blackhawks, I mean, the Jets actually beat the Blackhawks 2-1. As Coop, um, or is it Cop, uh, scored the game winner with 4.45 to go. 
All right, standings now, and it goes like this. Mm-hmm. All right. In the Atlantic Division, Montreal is twenty-five, is seventeen, six and two, thirty-six points. Ottawa, fifteen, eight and two, at thirty-two points. Tampa Bay, fourteen, eleven and two, at thirty points. Bruins, fourteen, ten and one, twenty-nine points. Red Wings, twelve, eleven and three, at twenty-seven points. Florida. 12, 11, and 2, 26 points. Toronto, 10, 9, and 5, 25 points. And the Bills, I mean, the Sabres are 9, 10, and 5 at 23 points. Hmm. Metropolitan Division, which I follow closely. The Rangers, 17, 8, and 1, 35 points. Pittsburgh's right behind them at 15, 7, and 3 at 33 points. Not too far behind them. Columbus, 14, 5, and 4, 32 points. Philadelphia, 14, 10, and 3, 31 points. Washington, 13, 7, and 3, 29 points. Devils are 11, 7, and 6 at 28 points. Carolina, 10, 10, and 5, 25 points. And the Islanders, 9, 10, and 5 at 23 points. I think that also counts time to game. The Western Conference, Blackhawks. Are 16 and 3 at 35 points. The Blues are 14, 7 and 4 at 32 points. The Jets, 13, 13 and 2, 28 points. Wild, 11, 8 and 4, 26 points. Nash, um, Nashville, 11, 9 and 4, 24, 26 points. Dallas, also 26 points at 10, 10 and 6. And Avalanche. 9, 13, and 1, 19 points. And there's some bad news about the uh, Avalanche, uh, one of the Avalanche the defensemen. I'll get to that when we get to the news highlights. Uh, 19 points, by the way. Pacific, Sharks, 15, 9, and 1 at 31 points. Oilers, 14, 10, and 2 at 30 points. Ducks, 12, 8, and 5 at 29 points. The Kings, 13, 10, and 2 at 28 points. Flames, 12, 13, and 2, 26 points in the game currently playing. What? Canucks, 11, 12, and 2, 24 points. And Arizona is 8, 11, and 4 at 20 points. All right, now we go to men's hoops. Um, not a lot of action in top 25 play today, but there's still scores that are of interest. I'll get to that soon, too. As North Carolina whops Ranford ninety-five to fifty, Justin yeah, Justin Cousins fourteen points, two assists and one rebound. Kenny Williams nineteen points, five rebounds and one assist. Indiana has no trouble with Southeast Missouri State eighty-three to fifty-five. Denzel Mahoney sixteen points, three rebounds. Robert Johnson seventeen points, seven rebounds, two assists. And South Carolina over Florida International, Eric Nodage, 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 2 assists. And P.J. Dozier, or Dozier, 20 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. I wonder what the P.J. stands for. Hmm. All right, let's go to the, let's go to the standings. Um, no, so we go to schedule here for that. All right. As I... As we check on other scores of interest, uh, Manhattan over, I'm sorry, St. Peter's over Manhattan, 84 to 70. Quinnipiac over Marist, 
7763, Monmouth over Canisius, 94. 88. These are local scores from my area. Uh, South Carolina Upstate over Colgate, 71.65. I don't mean the toothpaste either. Uh, uh, SMU over Delaware State, 74-60. Niagara over Iona, 74-58. That's a school up by upstate New York, by the way. Uh, Florida State over George Washington, 67 to 48. Okay, um, just a few more scores here before we go over to the news highlights. Um, oh, yeah. Notre Dame over North Carolina, over North Carolina ATT, 107 to 53. And Cincinnati over Bowling Green, 85, 56. All right, I have a few actually from the women's uh, bracket, if nobody minds. Uh, Notre Dame, Notre Dame just crushes Valparaiso, 114 to 54. No contest there. Valpar- I call Valparaiso Valpo. Remember I said Valpo, not Alpo. Oh. Uh, Demi Franklin, 18 points, four <laughs> rebounds. It's a bad joke, I know. And Jack, yeah, Jackie Young, 20 points, five rebounds, and three assists. Uh, UConn, no trouble over Texas, 72, uh, so, yeah, 72-54. Uh, Kelsey Lang, 12 points, 10 rebounds, one assist. Um, and another one, uh, Collier, 24 points, 8 rebounds, and 2 assists. Duke upsets South Carolina, 74-63, because uh, South Carolina was number three ranked. Alicia Gray, 11 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. And Rebecca Greenwell, 23 point, 29 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 steals. Um, Baylor over Tennessee, 88-66. Alexis Jones, 30 points, 10 assists, and 9 rebounds. Mercedes Russell, 22 points, 12 rebounds, and 4 blocks. I wonder if she drove Mercedes over to the game. No. Oh. Maryland over UMBC, 92-42. Tyler Moore, 9 points, 3 assists, 1 rebound. Kristen Conteroy, 17 points, Four assists, one rebound. Anybody know what UMBC means anyway? Say again? Uh, what does that actually mean, UMBC? Uh, anybody know what that actually uh, stands for? Uh, Universal NBC? <laughs> mm, I, yeah. No, I said, I said NBC, not NBC. Oh. Nice try. Anywho... We'll get to that later. I'll, I'll figure it out somehow. Uh, Louisville just escapes Kentucky, 69-67. Malika Epps, 22 points, 16 rebounds, 6 assists. And Haisha Hind Allen, 26 points, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks. Florida State wops Western Carolina, 90-41. Lauren LaPlante, 12 points, 1 assist. 
Shakia Thomas, 18 points, 6 rebounds, and 1 block. And another blowout, Ohio State just crushes Cincinnati 80-38. Chinese Johnson, 17 rebounds, 10 points, 1 assist. And Kelsey Mitchell, 23 points, 4 assists, and 2 rebounds. And UCLA says aloha to the Wahi, 72-49. Sarah Tanzema, 16 points, 5 rebounds, 2 steals. And well, um, Monique Billings, there we go, 18 points, 8 rebounds, and 3 assists. Stanford over UC Davis, 68-42. Uh, Deontay has 5 points, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. Erica McCall, 17 points, 13 rebounds, and 1 block. And, uh, okay, Oklahoma over Oral Roberts. No, no, I'm sorry. Oral Roberts beat Oklahoma, 74-67. Maria Martinez, 18 points, 13 rebounds, and 3 assists. Mackenzie Therese. 11 rebounds, 7 points, and 1 steal. Looks like Oral Roberts got a miracle. Somebody's saying, man, somebody. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Washington over Fresno State, 85-54. Candace White, 19 points, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds. And Kelsey, I think it's Plum, 30 points, 4 assists, and 2 rebounds. Uh, West Virginia over Ole Miss, 66-61. Erica, uh, Erica Sisk, 11 points, 3 assists, and 2 rebounds. Kristen King, Christina King, 16 points, 9 rebounds, and 1 assist. Uh, Miami over Old Dominion, 66-56. Jeannie Sims, 24 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. Jessica Thomas, 21 points, 5 assists, and 3 rebounds. There again, the last in the top 25, Syracuse over Central Connecticut, 95-63. Sabria Outlow, 9 points, 4 rebounds, 1 assist. Alexis Peterson, 26 points, 10 assists, and 6 rebounds. Oh, I didn't think there was going to be a big schedule for women's basketball. Well, what can I say? Uh, I just want to check a few on my local scene right here because there was a good one. There was um, quite a few matchups in my local area. Buffalo over Hofstra, 74 to 50. I didn't say they were good. Uh, Harvard over NGAT. 59 to 38. You know, they're so pathetic. That is uh, NGIT. That's a, that's a school out here in Jersey, and that basketball team was a joke. <laughs> I mean, a joke. Mm-hmm. Is that men's or women's, though? Women's. But the mm-hmm. men's are just as bad. <laughs> uh, my Seton Hall Pirates over a week for 70-63, so it's not all bad in Jersey. Thank God. Uh, Georgetown over Delaware, 54-46. to But there was no reports on Wadella. Actually, well, where? Oh. Eek. Temple over... 
and uh, Rutgers wins in yeah. the Big Ten between basketball and football this year. What, five? Yeah, Rutgers is a much better basketball team than a football team. Oh, let's hope. Get the Rutgers out of the Big Ten in football. Please do yourself a favor. Do football a favor. What do your country a favor. in basketball last year? Rutgers had a bad year in, bas- in basketball. The men's did. The women did okay. But the men's are doing pretty good this year, too. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Robert Morris over Howard, 59-42. I hope they find this guy Howard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you people, you people who know me know the joke. Come on, uh, Temple over uh, Vermont, fifty-three to thirty-nine. Boston College over, uh, yes, Fordham over Boston College, fifty-six forty-nine. That's a respectable basketball school. Uh, Monmouth over, no, Canisius over Monmouth, seventy-four fifty-four. I have ties to that school. My sister went there. St. Peter's over Marist. Seventy-three sixty-nine, Ryder over Niagara, seventy-eight fifty-eight, and Sacred Heart over Harvard over Sacred Heart, eighty-one to sixty-four. LIU Brooklyn over Stony Brook, fifty-eight to forty-eight. And I think that's on the local scene today. Uh, yes, it is. Okay, now we'll go over to the national news headlines of the day. All right, just as soon as I can lower my page up here. Oops, I got to... All right. Okay, just a second here. All right, here we go. Um, Avalanche defenseman Eric Johnson is out with a broken leg for uh, six to eight weeks while he blocked a shot from... um, Blocked a shot from... Tyler and Tyler Sagan of the Dallas Stars. Gotta take it for the team, though. Oh, yeah. That's what you gotta do, especially, you know, in hockey. Um, As I mentioned, uh, with the win by Arizona, Dallas Cowboys have clinched a playoff berth in the NFC East, making that game against the Giants next week very important. Um,. You know they say that one man's loss is another man's gain. Well, for the for the Cardinals, it's a loss, but for the Yankees, it's a big gain as their slugger Matt Holliday signed a one-year, thirteen million dollar deal with the Yankees after it was told that the Cardinals would not pick up uh, Holliday's seventeen million dollar option that was rejected last back in September. Too bad. He's Yeah, too bad. Ah. Yeah, my Yankees are looking better already. Uh, uh, Larry Fitzgerald moves into third place among recept among all time in receptions, surpassing Chris Carter. I believe it was a former, and I think it was a former Viking, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, 49ers actually benched uh, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick after a dismal four performance in today's game, and Blaine Garrett had to replace him. Well, the way the 49ers have been playing this season didn't really matter. He should have been benched for being an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, shouldn't the NFL adopt the no-schmuck policy? 
yeah. I think all sports should. I think, but they, should allow, I think they should allow, you know, yeah. touchdown celebrations again, you know, make it fun again. Yeah, get rid of him. Hmm. Maybe we should get Donald Trump. Maybe we should get Donald Trump. Let's make football great again. Oh, 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 dear. Oh, no, uh, no. Yeah. Scratch that joke from the record, please. <laughs> that was bad. I know. I know. All right. Uh, Brady made history today with his 201st win over the Chiefs. Unfortunately. Like I say, Brady is not one of my favorite players. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. If Lloyd Carr would have committed to him, he would have won a lot more games. That's true. Uh, Jeff Fisher signed a two-year contract extension as head coach of the Rams and general manager Les Smith also had to get the contract extension, and both were entering the final month of their current contracts. So their job is safe and secure. And why um, is that? I mean, why? Yeah, I know. They're, they're not doing that good this year either. But yet they um, but had six winning seasons out of 22. Yeah. And yet he got a contract extension. That's just dumb. Talk to Roger Goodell. Yeah. 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 Or I will. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. We can do it after the show. Uh, Bear, um, Cincinnati Bearcats head football coach Tommy Turville, uh, Tuberol, uh resigned after four seasons with the team. The Bearcats went four and eight this season. Rumors were to be that he would have been fired on Wednesday, reducing his buyout from $2.4 million to a measly $1.5 million. Gee, how's he going to live off that? Yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, the, CF, the college football playoff matchups are as follows. And I know there's a lot of people complaining about this. Uh, I'm one of them. Alabama and Washington. And as one of my cohorts puts it up here, the Ohio State against Clemson. Yeah. Okay, how about the Alabama versus the Washington and the Ohio State versus the Clemson? No. I know. What are you just, for? Just, just doesn't work. What are you for? Well, I think Penn State should have got in, and they got robbed. I mean, you know, based on head-to-head and actually yeah. playing the game, they probably shouldn't be in. And they, and you know, they and they beat uh, Michigan early in the season. They should have been contention after winning. There was a lot of talk about though if Penn State won, which they did. Where do they belong? You know, I asked that question to myself. So, um, they played. Excuse me? Well, against Wisconsin, I mean, the comeback from 20 yeah. to that was amazing. It was. And yet they still got gypped. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan, but, uh, you know. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, if the world was right, I guess, you know. Yeah, I know. Well, I could put it this way. In the words of, in the words of, uh, DeAndre Jordan, we've been robbed. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You should have heard me over the summer with that. That was even worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Um, just a quick check to see if we got anything else. Oh, yeah. Rams did sign Fisher. Um, uh, yesterday, Devils beat Predators 5-4. to four. They trailed 4-1 to one at the end, of the end of the first period, and they came back and beat them anyway. Wow. All right. Um, <clears throat> earlier this morning, I found out that free agent pitcher Rich Hill 
is closing on a new deal with the Dodgers after being sent to Oakland back in August. If this is true, the deal is expected to be three years at $40 million. And it will be the second starter behind Clayton Kershaw. Eagles look to re-sign, look to sign Redskins receiver Deshaun Jackson in the offseason. Jackson will be an unrestricted free agent and is unlikely to be put the franchise tag on him. And are also looking to sign with Pierre Garçon and not your cousin, not my cousin, but Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah, that's a joke I have with my partner on my local show. Oh, boy. Um, Jackson spent six years with the team and had 356 receptions, 31 touchdowns, 6,117 yards, and a partridge in the pair three. <laughs> uh, Suns coach Earl Watson says, don't count on support for marijuana use. It won't be easy to get to get as concerned about Steve Kerr's uh, message about embracing the drug to young people, calling it a slippery slope. Remember that um, Kerr did admit to using marijuana to help control his back pain. I, well, let's get everyone hooked on opioids then. Yeah, I don't, th- I don't think that's right to use marijuana, because marijuana is really a, a very dangerous drug, and Mm. I I, I, I have to agree with Watson on this one. I don't I don't think it's right because that will send a wrong message to the youth, thinking, well, oh, marijuana is okay to go into pain. I I don't I don't agree with that at all. Granted, I, you don't want the sixth graders going out there and getting high, but no, I mean, anybody to get high. Uh, the worst thing you can ever do is put someone on Vicodin. Yeah. So I, I mean, mean good. I mean, it's a horrible drug. Yes. Well, all drugs are horrible. Don't forget, back in our, they've been saying this to make marijuana go back in back in our day when we were young as well. They've been yeah. saying that for decades. Wow. So that's 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 nothing new at all. You know, I heard that back in the eighties. Make marijuana legal. Why? I don't think so. <laughs> I'm, no. And they say, and they say uh, me- yeah. Oh, for medicinal purposes. Look, a drug is a drug, man. Dude, trust me. Uh, there's a difference between an opium and uh, and weed. And uh, I've I've been on Vicodin for back pain once. Yeah. Uh, like ten years ago. And dude, I detoxed like crazy for three days when I had to go off that crap. Yeah. And uh, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was on I was on medication for years to help prevent seizures. Um, I'm off the medication now, but I'm I'm okay. But um, that's a long story. Uh, last last night, Blazers over the Heat, 99-92, and Louisville over Grand Canyon, nine, uh, 79 to 70. No, Louisville did not push them off the Grand Canyon. That's just the name of the team. Uh, just a quick check to see if I missed anything before I turn it back over to you guys. Uh, or have I finished everything? Uh, yeah, looks like I have. I think my uh, highlights and scores are done. All right, gentlemen, back to you. All right, guys. All right, Louis, thanks very much. No problem. Fantastic, uh, Louis. Appreciate it. Sure. Yep. So that's going to wrap it up for Episode 160 of the Michigan Sports Truth Postgame Edition on Talk Shoe. No games on Monday. So, um, can I ask you a quick question, Taylor? 
Yeah. What, what do you think about the final, uh, you know, college football standings? I mean, uh, you know, college Penn State's playoff. I yeah. expected. I, I mean, expected. yeah, I expected, but I mean, you know, I don't know if Penn State would have been any better as a fourth team, you know, I mean, against Alabama. I think, well, you know. Well, that's, 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 that's the trouble. It should, it shouldn't, uh, the Big Ten shouldn't, Determine uh, who takes second place in in the Big Ten behind Ohio State, for example. They, the Big Ten should determine Ohio State, who is in first place, and the other team that's in second place. I don't whether it be Michigan, Wisconsin, or Penn State. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. You mean get rid of divisions? That way, they would play again to actually play the two best teams. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, I agree with that. But I. Uh, yeah. I, well, you know. I, well. I just, well. Just to be more fair. Just to be more fair. You pick the first place team from the East Division, which which is Ohio State, and then pick the West, the, the best team from the West Division, which is the Wisconsin Badgers. You get Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State are all from the Eastern Conference. So right. Ohio State definitely should have played Wisconsin. For the Big Ten championship, yeah, right, yeah, and they just they overloaded the you know I mean they just didn't balance I mean you know they had the legends and I think the leaders of the legends divisions were better, you know you had Michigan and Ohio State separated and then they would have been able to settle in the championship, yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't know all right I just wanted to throw that in there before the end I just good point, know. yeah. Uh, uh, that's a good question. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, this is uh, been a great time. So. Yep. So, month tomorrow we're gonna have off because there's nothing going on. Okay. Tomorrow. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing. Not then we got it's four games, five games on hand. We got five games on hand. Michigan State home against Youngstown State. And Central Michigan home against Green Bay, both at seven. The Pistons home against the Bulls at seven thirty. The Red Wings at the Winnipeg Jets at eight. Wow. And then the Michigan Wolverines home against the Texas Longhorns at nine. Wow. On ESPN. Awesome. Hey, we'll need the night off tomorrow then. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so. Um. Yeah, we're gonna have to give. We're going to have to give Lewis Tenor uh, some time off because, uh, you know, it, I may not have to, I may not be able to be able to start until uh, 11:30. Well, I'm, okay. I'm okay Tuesday night. I'm okay. I don't. I got time off from school. Oh, okay. That's good. I'm good. That's good. All right. So we'll start at 11:30 then. 11:30. All right. Well, uh, send me text. Remind me. Um, Yep, I'll be good. Definitely, yep. Yep, I will. Cool. Right. So until, until Tuesday night at 11.30, for, for Matt Pierce and Louis Tenor, this is Taylor Phillips saying TTFN, ta-ta for now, bon appetit. Bon right, folks. Have a great night, fellas.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.